It is Wednesday, October 14th, 2020, and you are tuned into Dirt Tracker Daily. I'm Justin Fiedler. After a wild Monday of ride swapping and driver announcements, things continued yesterday with more changes. Spencer Baston has been piloting the Roth Motorsports 83 out with the World of Outlaws since Darren Pittman's departure a few weeks ago, but that team announced yesterday that Dominic Selzy would drive the 83 for the final five races on the World of Outlaws schedule starting this weekend. He will also be bringing veteran crew chief Jimmy Carr along with him. The two those two have been working together all season in the Selzy's Family 41. Selzy has made 25 outlaw attempts this season with a best finish of 7th. He did, did that at Husits and Dodge City. He also has 14 all-star starts in 2020, which includes a win at Chatham Speedway back in June. Selzy is also coming off a win in one of the twin 20s with the NARC King of the West series last weekend at Keller Auto Speedway in California for the Maury Williams Tribute. Roth and Selzy have worked together in the past with Selzy racing for them out in California. In Pennsylvania Sprint Car News, Chase Dietz will run three races for car owner John Trone to close out the 2020 PA season. This will be the fourth driver for the Trone 39 this season, with Kale Thomas, Jason Solwold, and Justin Peck all taking turns. Dietz will run the 39 at Lincoln this week and then make two starts at BAPS Motor Speedway with hopes of keeping the ride for 2021. You can find more details on this story at SprintCarUnlimited.com. We've got some details today about Zeb Wise's departure from McGee Motorsports. In a SpeedSport interview with Jacob Seelman, uh, team owner Sam McGee said he expected Zeb back for next season, but found out after the All-Star finale on Saturday that his driver was going in a different direction. McGee told Seelman that his team will be back with the All-Stars full-time in 2021 and that he's already had interest from several drivers. The team will finish out 2020 with Ian Madsen in the seat for the final five World of Outlaws races. We'll keep you posted as we know more about the number 11 seat. The Silver Crown field at Springfield on Sunday continues to take shape with another addition to the entry list in World of Outlaws late model series director Casey Schumann. Schumann will pilot the familiar Bateman Racing 55 in the season finale. Schumann and the Bateman team have worked together multiple times in the past, most recently in a limited uh, limited schedule in 2018. Casey and his wife Brooke ran the War Sprint Car Series for several years before leaving that post to take on the World of Outlaws late model series job for the 2019 season. Schumann has made limited open-wheel starts over the last few years, including midget appearances at the Chili Bowl and a handful of sprint car starts. Uh, he was most recently at the Hockett Memorial. We will preview the Bettenhausen 100 at Springfield Silver Crown Race later in the week. With the All-Star season in the books and Aaron Reitzel crowned the series champion for the third straight year, I wanted to go back through and take a look at Reitzel's year and some of his numbers. His 2019 season was a dominating one with 16 wins and 37 top 10s in 45 starts. He won better than 35% of the races and finished top 10 in 82% of the races. His next closest rival was Dale Blaney, who had three wins and 30 top 10s. Reitzel won the title by a commanding 158 points over Blaney. For 2020, things started off well for Reitzel in Florida, winning two of the four shows before the points races began later in May. And then through the first 22 points paying races, Reitzel stayed strong, winning five times and grabbing 16 top five finishes. During Ohio Sprint Speed Week, he was on the podium seven of nine nights, including a win at Fremont and took home the week-long championship. It was the domination and strong performance we had come to expect from Reitzel. Following a ninth place finish at Williams Grove on July 17th, Reitzel had a 140 
42-point lead in the standings over Corey Eliason. Over the next nine races, though, Reitzel slowed down, finishing outside the top 10 six times. After a win at Wilmot on August 21st for rival Eliason, Reitzel's lead had dwindled to 64 points. Between the victory at Fremont and then his next win at Plymouth in August, Reitzel went 14 races without a win, his longest stretch of the last two seasons. While his results down the stretch didn't mirror the first half of 2020, Reitzel did get going back in the right direction as the season came to a close. He picked up four more wins, including the finale at Fremont, and added 10 more top 10 runs. All of it was good enough to see him take his third straight title. It was interesting to listen to him talk to Blake Anderson before Saturday at Fremont and hear that after some of the mechanical gremlins that plagued the team through the summer, they got a bit conservative trying to protect the points lead. You can certainly see that in Reitzel's finishes. He's usually such a you know a really aggressive driver, so to see him kind of sit back a little bit, be a little bit more conservative, I'm sure was probably difficult for a guy like him. The other big factor in 2020 was the appearance of Kyle Larson on the scene with the All-Stars. In 2019, Reitzel had the most series wins with 16, while James McFadden was next closest with four. In 2020, though, Larson actually led with the most series wins at 14, while Reitzel was second with 11. Larson's 25 top 10s in 27 starts certainly took a bite out of Reitzel's chances for more wins and top fives. At one point from July into August, Larson won seven straight and eight of nine with the series, which coincided with Reitzel's downward trend. In the end, though, Reitzel was off his 2019 pace in nearly every statistical category, including wins, laps led, top fives, top tens, average start, average finish, and qualifying average. But even though Corey Eliason was better in 2020 over his own 2019 numbers, it wasn't enough to supplant Reitzel as the champion. Reitzel ended 2020 with 11 wins, 26 top fives, and 33 top tens in 48 starts. He won nearly 23% of races and finished top 10 69% of the time. His average finish was seventh while he won 10 heat races, eight dashes, and made 33 of a possible 43 dash appearances. He was also fast qualifier 11 times. Will Reitzel go for four straight next season? Uh, we'll certainly have to wait and find out. It would be the fourth time in series history that a driver won four straight titles if he could do it. Tim Schaefer, Chad Kemenaw, and Kenny Jacobs all accomplished that feat as well. Either way, I think he's already etched his name as one of the best to compete with the All-Stars in series history uh, with all of the domination that we've had out of him the last couple of years. Um, Really, really good season for Wright. So I know it kind of doesn't sound like it with some of the numbers and stuff like that, but it was absolutely another good season. Wasn't quite as good as 2019, but still a very good year. Uh, if you want to see more about Wright's numbers or uh, all-star results this year, you can find all of the same stuff that I've talked about here at dirttracker.com slash analytics. There are a bunch of new podcast episodes this week from the various dirt racing shows, including Aaron Reitzel and Dominic Selzy on Winged Nation. Brian Carter is on Open Red to talk about uh, World Racing Group's response to all of the COVID stuff this season. AJ Flick is on TJ Slideways. Wayne Johnson and Rodney Drowned are on QuickTime. Ayrton Jenaton is on Midwest Autosports. And then there are new episodes of the Dirt Nerds, Wednesdays with Wayne, and Passing Points. If you'd like to see the full list of shows and episodes, you can find that at dirttracker.com podcast. 
That's it for the show today. I hope everybody has a good Wednesday. Um, as I'm closing up today, I saw that Lucas put out their schedule. We'll run through that tomorrow. Um, plus, get you start getting you ready for uh, a lot of the racing this weekend. You can find Dirt Tracker Daily on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or where you get podcasts. Please subscribe and leave a review. You can also watch the show every day on YouTube and Facebook. You can email the show at info at dirttracker.com, and you can follow along at facebook.com slash dirttracker, twitter.com slash dirttracker, and the website itself, dirttracker.com. You can follow me personally on Twitter at at Justin underscore Fiedler. And don't forget to sign up for the Dirt Tracker weekly newsletter. Thanks everybody for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow for more Dirt Tracker Daily.